mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone, welcome to Hue at Home. I'm Tracy Koga and we are celebrating a wonderful day. It is AfriFest and I have the beautiful Rubumbo Chimusa. And Rubumbo, this is really such a celebration not only of the community, but for so many things that you do in the community. Oh yes, we are celebrating everybody today. We're celebrating our grandmothers, we're celebrating um, technically my grandmothers, Grace and Nellie, and we're celebrating the women, the young girls that we work with back home in Zim. It's just, and obviously the vendors, like the wonderful entrepreneurs and small businesses here in Winnipeg by African, black, and immigrant business owners. Okay, so this is the second annual. Tell us a, a little bit more on what this whole day is going to be like. So the day is going to include, as I mentioned, the vendors. So we've got vendors from a wide range of backgrounds, all of African descent, who are selling different things. We've got an app today. We have clothes. We have menstrual pads, everything you can imagine. Um, and then we've got the fashion show, which is... I won't, don't tell anyone this, but my favorite part, um, we have the grandmas who are going to be modeling their favorite outfits, and they're going to be dancing and modeling to their favorite songs. And then we've got just entertainment. So we've got, I believe they're called the Afrobeat, oh my goodness, the Afrobeat ladies. They've got a wonderful dance. They've been practicing for us. Music, DJs. It's a fantastic day. <laughs> well, it just, again, sounds like an incredible celebration. But your passion, the Grace and Nellie Project, the story is incredible. I know it, but for everybody out there, share that story. So the Grace and Nellie Project is named after my grandmothers, Grace and Nellie, and I call them the yin and yang of my life. So Grace was a super lovely, loving human being who like nurtured and took care of everybody around her. I went to her house, there were always people, people I didn't know, they weren't related to us. Um, and she was just so welcoming and she was about giving back to the community. And Nellie was spicy, funky, independent, um, and she went to prison for five years um, because, very spicy. And the reason for doing so is because she was fighting for the rights of black people in Zimbabwe at a time during colonial rule. So. You know, they're the yin and yang of my life. They taught me to not only give to the community, but to be independent as a woman. And that's what we do in the community that we work with. So we work with women and young girls. We give them business and entrepreneurship training. We're helping them get on their feet, right, to be able to fend for themselves and their families. And we provide reusable menstrual pads to young girls so they don't miss school, which is something a lot of people don't talk about, even in today's age, just the idea of, like, not having something to manage your period. It's just... I hate to think about it. So that's, that's what we do. We are lifting young girls and women up in rural communities in Zimbabwe, where I'm from. And that's, that's the story of Grace and Ellie. That's who we are. 
Okay, so I know that you've done amazing work back home in Zimbabwe. Right here, though, I noticed so many beautiful young girls and women volunteering. What has been, I guess, the spin-off of the Grace and Nelly project here in our city? So what we try and do is make sure that all our fundraisers are giving back to the community in some way. So that's why AfriFest today. We want to work with young women. We want to work with anybody in the community who wants to be a part of us um, to help them. The same way we're helping people back home. Even though we can't give financial support, we can create a platform, right, to be like, do you have a business? Do you want to sing or dance? Let's give you that platform to do that, to showcase who you are. And so that's what we can do for the community here and advocate, right? Advocate for menstrual rights, advocate for women. Um, and that's, that's what we're trying to do. And the future now, there's so much, you know, uh, again, like, like you had mentioned, why is menstruation such, such, a, such a big deal when it shouldn't be a barrier? What other barriers or what other things are you seeing now for the young girls now growing up? One of the things is just the tools that they need to be able to succeed. So when I say tools, I just mean somebody listening to you, somebody giving you advice, someone mentoring you. So that's it's one of the things we're trying to do both back home and here. You mentioned like the young volunteers. It's, we're trying to bring people together, right? Like the grandmothers, for instance, are such a great source of information for us culturally you go to your grandma and she tells you so much about her life and her past and that helps you in the future so we're working on that and then you know in terms of the menstrual pads we have our social enterprise so we're trying to sell menstrual pads here in Canada create awareness through that selling of the menstrual pads get more people involved get them interested get them advocating to you know whatever you're advocating for we're here for that where do you hope this level all go where do you see AfriFest going and with, alongside the Grace and Nelly project? We hope it gets bigger and bigger. So this year we have, I think, roughly 18 vendors. Um, and we're just hoping we get more next year, right? It keeps growing. We want more people to know about the different businesses that are in the community, the black businesses, the businesses of African descent. We want you to go visit them, to buy their products, to learn about what they're doing. Um, we hope to have more grandmas because they are, my, again, my favorite part. Um, but as we're doing that, I hope we have more conversations, right? Conversations such as this. It's like, oh, why are you putting on AfriFest? They talk about what we're doing here and what we're doing back home. And so the more people are involved, the more people are engaged and my hope for Grace and Nelly is that we're all over the world because my thing is I just I want every woman to have the opportunities that I've been given that I've been blessed to have I want every young girl to have those opportunities wherever you are you don't just have to be in Zimbabwe whether in Kenya Canada wherever you are if we have enough funding if we have enough people behind us we are willing to go anywhere <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but we, we really just want to help people. That's, that's what we want to do. We just want to, we want to, like, support as many people as we can. Well, you're doing it the right way. For more information on the Grace and Nelly project, where can people go? So you can go to graceandnelly.org. That's our website. You can visit it. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You name it, we're there. <laughs> um, you just, yeah, you have to be. So, you know, you can visit any of our social media websites. You can email me. I have a card. Like, if you go on the um, website, you know, you contact us. It goes straight to my email box, and I will respond. That's what we do. And she does. She 
will respond. She's a very, very busy young lady. But thank you so much. Congratulations. AthiFest 2023. We are going to continue our visit right now. Welcome back to Hugh. We are celebrating AfriFest, and there are so many wonderful people in our community, like Jane. Jane, first of all, your dress is amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you have an amazing organization, Focus Africa Winnipeg. So first of all, Jane, tell us about this amazing organization and everything that it's doing. Uh, Focus Africa Winnipeg is uh, an organization that we founded in 2004 uh, to help mitigate the HIV-AIDS menace that uh, was um, finishing off whole villages in Africa that time. So this organization is based on uh, one of the largest slums in Kenya. It's called Kawangware. And we founded it with a little group of women who are infected by HIV AIDS. The grandmothers were raising the kids as the parents uh, died of, of AIDS. And we have helped the mothers, the grandmothers, the children. We first of all started it as a small clinic. That clinic evolved into a kindergarten. And then the kindergarten is now a full-fledged school up to grade 8. And um, while we do that, sometimes we get, we, we enabled the women through um, table banking to start um, making products. So we help them get over those products here, make sales on their behalf. That's what we are doing in this uh, uh, event. And uh, also we have sponsorship um, uh, opportunities for the kids that have... Uh, been uh, growing up through this program and it would be wonderful for any volunteer who would like to get involved with Focus Africa Winnipeg just go Google us on the website and you discover how important uh, work how Focus Africa is such an important work well and here's a question for you why is it such a passion for you Jane Oh, for me personally, I joined Focus Africa at a point when I really needed to give back to my people back home. I came here in 2001, I have grown myself, I have a flourishing career, but I always felt deep down that I would like to give back to the people who are still struggling back home. And I found, I partnering with Focus Africa Winnipeg is a great way to give back to my Languishing communities uh, in Kenya. Wow. If there's one thing that you would like to tell everybody out there, yes. something that you would like everybody else to know, what would that be? That would be how accountable Focus Africa has been in disbanding whatever donations they make. Because there is the, sometimes the myth that people get... Um, uh, there is a lot of fraud and whatnot, but we partner with what we call that resource center. Finally, we called it Beacon of Hope. So the people of Beacon of Hope are so accountable. Whatever donations you give through Focus Africa, 
You can count on us to explain exactly what we did with your donations and you'll be more than fulfilled for spending whatever resources you have that way. Okay, so, all important, where is the website that people can go to to donate? Yeah, go to focusafrica.ca. Yeah, .ca is very important because that there are a few other organizations operating on the same name. So be specific, at least make it Focus Africa Winnipeg. Everything will come up, all the many things we are doing, and it's up to you to choose how you want to support us. Well, thank you so much, Jane. Your organization is amazing, and some of the products here are simply beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, I'm happy to uh, inform you. Welcome back to Hugh at Home, and we are at the end of our program, but it's a very special time to spend it with grandmothers, and I have a very special one here right now, Myrna. And I know it's going into a fashion show, but let's talk about your relationship with this whole group here. This group has a passion for doing the right thing in the right way, and that's what draws me, what drew me um, to be part of the group. I'm a sister group but part of, and then when you hear of somebody else doing like things in a different country, it's like a magnet, you're drawn, you honor them. And when they ask you to do something that's easy, you can do it. What makes grandmothers special, regardless of their culture or their color of their skin? Their passion for their grandkids and passion for uh, giving them a vision for the future which they maybe never had. And I think that's, as a grandmother, the most important role. Uh, I have learned much from the grandmothers in Africa, how they have gotten up from their place of rest and filled in for parents uh, who died and raising many numbers of grandchildren. And I stand back in awe, and I listen to them, and I watch them. And it's interesting because listening is so important. Myrna, besides what you just told me about what you've learned, what do you think other grandmothers who haven't had this experience yet should know? When I was a young mom, there's a verse in the Bible that says older women should line up with younger women to teach them how to be good mothers and wives and neighbors. And I waited a long, 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 long time, and one never came. They were all back at work. And then I realized later on that I could have asked somebody. I didn't have to wait. And so I think grandmothers come along to, to, um, to make a path for those that are following behind them and doing it 
right. If they're people of faith, then doing it with the help of their their father, um, doing it in a way that honors him and honors their heritage, and uh, and provides a a path for women to come behind them. Yeah. Well, you come with a lot of wisdom, and you've done a lot of great things, so we're very, very honored for you to share your story with us. You, you want me to share my story? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you've shared, your, shared everything that, yeah. we, that we wanted to. Yeah. Um, a little bit about the shirt, though, that you have on. Is there a story with that? There, I've got two on, but um, there's a story. You'll see it. But I, um, my husband is an HIV physician at the University of Manitoba, so we were asked in 1978 to go to Kenya to help with a sexually transmitted disease. We're there when HIV came. Uh, 2000 moved to Uganda to help them take away the reasons why there were no antiretroviral drugs in Africa. And then my husband's sisters lived in the bush in Zambia for 50 some odd years, so um, I feel like I'm African. Um, and I when when we had a conference in 2004 to deal with what do we do with HIV AIDS as churches as people of faith and out of that the African women African born women of Manitoba started Focus Africa saying we need to do something for women empower them provide a place of safety I can because we were going back to Africa they said Bernie you have to scout out who it is we're supposed to be partnering with and uh, I knew Zambia, I knew Uganda, uh, Kenya had not had any help or very little help, way behind. So I asked our Kenyan pastor, who do I need to know? And I met Jane Wathomi of Beacon of Hope and met the women. And I was drawn immediately to the tailors because that was something that we could help with. And I think we could sell that for you. I think we could sell that for you. If you do this to this, I think we could sell it. And so we find people who are coming back and forth. They carry things. We market them from the, for the women. And they get all the money. Everything goes back to them. And so that's what this is. These are mine. I, somebody's already tried to buy them, but they are mine. <laughs> And we have others for sale, and it's, it's an honor to go back and see the, the women who were tailoring now have their own sewing machines, running their own businesses, and the younger women being trained in the technical school and learning how to do our stuff for us as well as for other people. So it's been a win-win. They tell me, you've blessed us, and I say, uh-uh. You have blessed us at age 80-some-odd to be to have a purpose and to be have an impact like um, that's a gift that was given to me uh, and it's wonderful <sighs> wow as we have come through the end of this journey we know that there's so many people in this community that are doing incredible things Myrna you're one of them you and your husband we thank you, and the community thanks you. And kill it in the fashion show. <laughs> Thanks for watching, and hope you have the best day ever. We'll see you next time on Hue at Home.
Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This is before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.